I think that the process of writing the book has, has kind of been really good for realising that if I set myself a goal and I actually commit to it, I can do it. So it's given me the confidence to know that if I want to do something hard and scary with lots of pieces, I definitely can do it. If I had a big goal, I feel like I would tackle it in exactly the same way as I did writing the book. So small steps every day. Hello writers, welcome to episode 31 of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. It's another guest episode with another fantastic author that I know you're going to get a lot from. But before we get into it, if it's your first time here and you're wondering who I am, I'm your host Steph Caswell and I'm thrilled you're tuning in today. This podcast is for coaches, consultants and entrepreneurs looking to write a book in their niche to showcase their expertise and take their business to the next level. If that is you, you are so welcome. You're in the right place because nothing can elevate your brand or your business or you like a book can. So if you're about to start your writing journey or you're already on it, you are so welcome in the Happy Writers community. If you head on over to my website, stephcaswell.com, you'll find a free PDF download all about planning a best-selling book in your niche. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast provider. All links will be in the show notes. So without further ado, let's dive in to the episode with the brilliant Vicky Weinberg. Vicky founded Tiny Chipmunk, a bamboo baby brand, when her second child was just six weeks old. After years of working in corporate roles, she wanted to work around her family and do something where the money she earned didn't necessarily have to equate to the hours she put in. Selling products seemed to be the answer. Vicky offers product creation support and specialises in selling on Amazon. She's also the host of a weekly podcast for product-based entrepreneurs, and it's called Bring Your Product Idea to Life. Her book, Bring Your Product Idea to Life, Your Step-by-Step Guide to Creating a Product to Sell, was published in June 2023 and takes you through the process of creating your product step-by-step. From developing your idea to finding suppliers and launching your product, she guides you through every step of the journey. During our wonderful conversation, we chatted about how Vicky used her extensive back catalogue of podcast episodes and blog posts to help her write her book, which serves as a great reminder for you to go back and look at what you've already created. We also touch on using case studies and client stories to enhance your book and how to approach people so they'll say yes. And finally, we discuss Vicky's approach to the writing process. She is one of the fastest, if not the fastest writing client I've ever had. And she's got some words of wisdom to help you get your butt in the chair consistently. This is a fantastic conversation that will inspire you to look at what you've already got in the content bank and that can help you write your book. It also drives home the power of the little and often approach of which I am such an advocate. I'm so happy Vicky's here to talk about her experience of writing and publishing. So let's meet her. Well, thank you, Vicky, for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. I'd love it if you could just start by sharing sort of your journey to becoming an author in terms of, you know, how did you start doing what you're doing now? Okay, uh, thank you very much for having me, first of all, Steph. It's really nice to talk to you. Um, so starting right at the beginning, about seven, eight years ago now, when my second child was a newborn, I decided to launch my own brand of baby products, um, mainly because at that time, I'd been teaching yoga 
Um, but during my pregnancy, I couldn't teach because obviously, well, not obviously, but I did have some physical issues. Um, and I was a bit, to be, not, be really honest, I was a little bit bored and looking for something to do and didn't quite know what. I heard a podcast about creating products as a way of sort of making some income. And I thought that sounds like something I can do around a young family. Um, so that's where it all sort of started. But I guess the very beginning of the inspiration for the book was how hard I found that process because at that time I could find I wanted to find very little but it's actually the opposite I could find so much information online about how to come up with a product idea how to source products all the aspects you could think of there was so much information out there um but I found none of it particularly relatable and I, there was almost too much and I couldn't just find what I wanted was someone to say you need this 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 and this and there you go um and I just couldn't find that so I had to sort of muddle my way through it and as I was doing that I started a blog to kind of document what I was doing and what I was learning hoping that one day someone else would find it and it would be helpful so that blog um amazing people did find it and so from people finding the blog I started to get people asking me questions and saying could you help me with this or give me advice on that which I started doing and really enjoyed and then so a few years on I started the business that I run now which is where I help other people to bring their product ideas to life and also to sell products on in on Amazon because that was a platform that I mainly sold on and that I specialize in and that's basically what I do so then sorry this is turning to be a long story in 2020, I I launched a podcast because, again, sort of being really frustrated from the fact that when I was looking for information, I was listening to podcasts. Another thing that I found hard was that every podcast I listened to by like a products business was from a founder who was like miles ahead of where I was. And it just felt like such a big gap to bridge. And I felt like I wasn't getting anything practical from it so I wanted to start a podcast where I spoke to products businesses who are maybe in the early years or sometimes I've, I've spoken to people who've not even you know at the stage where they've launched their product they're that early on through to people who've been in business you know months years and find out their story of how and why they created their products some of the challenges they faced and to hopefully inspire other people and then a few years after doing that I suddenly realized that I you know I'd still been keeping up with the blog and I had the podcast and I had all of this content and I thought you know maybe I could turn it into something and that is a very long story of where I got the idea for the book. You've made such a valid point around content that you can use that you already have and often people will come to me and they'll say you know I want to write a book but they feel like maybe they're cheating if they use stuff they've already got and that they have to start afresh and I really believe actually if you have the content that you've already put time effort um, and and finances into if you like then why not use it because it's there for using and I think it's a mistake to think people have read and listened to and engaged with everything you've ever produced because of course they haven't if you know even people we follow we know that we don't catch everything they ever say so why not use that and pilot compile it together to create something which is all in one place because you're absolutely right. I know when I first tried to write a book, I was doing what you were doing. I was going to all these different places trying to get the information I needed in order to understand how to structure a book and how to write in a way that would be engaging for people and entertaining. And there was nothing at the time that had pulled it all together 
that was just one kind of go-to manual. And I think that's what you've done and, and essentially what I've done is to try and bring all our knowledge and our expertise and our experience and put them into one thing that people can access. Yeah, that was absolutely it for me because I think you're right. So I people could definitely come to my website and listen to podcast episodes and read blog posts, but then they'd also have to do quite a lot of work to figure out which order should I read them in and which bit goes where. And it's just a lot of work where it's hopefully by pulling everything together in the book and sort of working out okay where does this bit fit and all of all of that because I will say despite already having the content it's definitely not cheating because there's still so much work involved even if you do have a body of work but hopefully it's just made it much easier for somebody to access because you're right it's all there same as as you say with your website you've got some great blog posts and resource but it's just like knowing what what one do I need and yeah I think hopefully it just takes the work out of it for people yeah and the and like you say for some things not everything but for some books like yours like mine there's a sequential order isn't there of things that you should do in a particular way and if you're having to try and put that order together you're absolutely right about the hard work thing and I think the harder it becomes unless you are absolutely sold on an idea like you were for bringing you know creating products I was for writing unless you are someone who's just absolutely right I'm going to figure this out I've got the time and the space to do it often you're kind of like oh this is just too hard do you know what I'm not going to bother writing my book because I'm having to try and figure this all out and piece it all together was that's why I think books are so good because actually all you need to do is buy one thing and read it from start to finish in the order and that will tell you how to do it in all in one place and you're not having to do the hard work and it and of trying to piece it together. There's obviously the hard work of, you know, creating a product in your instance or writing in my instance, but you know, just generally engaging people in that first part of the process becomes easier with a book. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm, I know this isn't meant to be a plug, but I really found your book invaluable to write my book because it was really clear. Because when you think of writing a book, it seems like maybe it seems achievable, maybe it doesn't, but you it's really hard to kind of have a sense of all the things you need to do and in what order and just knowing that I just think makes it all the more manageable I don't know maybe that's the way my brain works but knowing okay I've got to do all of these things and then there'll be a book at the end of it was much more comforting than just muddling through and figuring it out which is what I did when I created the product admittedly but um but like you say you have to have a real passion for it and I think if it's one of those things where you're like oh I might do it someday which is where I was with the book initially I was like oh maybe I could write a book um but what took me from uh, maybe I might write a book to yes I'm going to write a book was understanding what was involved in writing a book because then I was able to go oh yeah I could do that yeah Absolutely, absolutely. And I think what I love about your book is the fact that you draw on the case studies from the podcast. And, you know, at the beginning of each chapter, you've got a clear story around a particular person who has created a particular product, wherever they sell it, be it Amazon or or any other platform. But I do think that having those stories really helps the reader to see themselves achieving what maybe at the beginning is something that seems you know overwhelming maybe or slightly confusing and if they can see if they can see in the book that you um 
you've shown other people being successful in this. How how did you pick which case studies to include? Working out which stories to use where was almost the hardest part of writing the whole book because I've interviewed now, I want to say hundreds of people, I think it's hundreds. And everyone, honestly, everyone I spoke to had something that I would have loved to share. And I know I've obviously shared it in the podcast, but I think that was the hardest bit was like, okay, which particular story goes in which chapter? Um, and luckily, because I do all the interviews myself for the podcast, I'm quite familiar with what people have spoken about, although I do obviously have to go back and remind myself. Um, and also something I'm really thankful that I did was I had every episode transcribed and that was good for two reasons one because it made it really easy for me to search transcriptions to be like oh I know somebody spoke about this and I could you know if I couldn't quite remember who the person was that was really helpful but it also helped when it came to writing them up because I could make sure I was using people's words as much as possible obviously a transcription isn't is not quite as nice to read as a book so there is a little bit of editing involved but at least I could be sure that I was taking someone's actual words um so anyway that's a bit of an aside because that wasn't the question I think it was more yeah thinking about which story would most resonate and also trying to get a mix of businesses and product types as well to illustrate the stories to make sure I was just featuring a range of people but yeah, honestly, that was the last, I think that was the last things that I wrote. And that was the thing that I probably took the most sort of brain power because everything else I sort of knew it was pulling it together. But that was really, yeah, I wanted to be really intentional about which, who I included and, and which stories. I think that's really interesting that you have, you did it in that way, actually, because I suppose there's two ways that, you know, you could either think of the person and then think, well, what chapter would go with that or you write the chapters and then you think right how can I match the chapter to the person and I think that's actually now you've said that that makes far more sense to me because actually as you're writing and correct me if I'm wrong but as you're writing you probably realize as you're going along oh actually there's this person that actually is relevant here or there's this person whereas when you're trying to think of the person first and then match it to the to the chapter I figure that is probably a trickier way of doing it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, th- there were definitely, I'll be, I'll be, we'll be honest, there were definitely some stories that I had in mind that I was like, oh, I'd love to share this one because there was some, you know, there's some things that people have told me that are so memorable. I was like, oh, I'd love to get that in the book. And in some instances I have, but in some I couldn't because it kind of, it, it had to all fit together. Um, but yeah, I think that was, it was possibly a harder way of doing it. Like it probably would have been easier to just do it the first way around. But I do think that the book is better because of the way I did it. Because I think, because I'd written the chapter already, I knew what it was that I wanted, what point I wanted to get across and what I wanted to share in each story. Um, so I think that in a way made it easier to make sure that I was getting the, the example that best illustrated the point I was talking about Mm. and did you have anyone push back around being included or was everyone quite happy to be involved everyone was really happy which was good I mean I did ask obviously ask permission um but what I did was before I asked permission in case this is helpful for people is that I'd selected who I was going to use I'd use the transcript to write the part of their story that I wanted to share I did minimal editing but as I say you do have to edit because how you talk and how you write obviously isn't exactly the same um and then I emailed them and I 
gave them what I'd written. I explained which chapter of the book it was going to be in. I explained it was going to be published. And I just said, you know, let me know whether you're happy with this or not. And I had a few people come back with really minor changes because I guess when you see your words in print it is a bit different to talking like this on a podcast but no but everyone was really happy but I do think that it probably helped that when I went to them I'd already had it written um so it wasn't a case of yes or no it was here's the whole thing let me know what you think which I guess was a bit of a risk because the person could have come back and said well no I don't want to be in your book but I did have a sense that because they'd been on the podcast and they'd already spoken to me and I wasn't sharing anything new or different that it yeah my sense was it would be okay but I think it was really helpful that the it was only one ask it wasn't do you want to do this and then I came back weeks later and was like and this is what I'm going to say I think going with everything was really helpful that's really good advice that's really good advice because I think the easier we make processes for people the the more likely it is that they'll they'll say yes or that they'll help out or respond. I think if you're going back and forth too many times, then it can feel for them like it's extra work that maybe they don't have time to do or they haven't got the headspace to consider. So if you're tackling it right from the get go with this is what I'm going to include, then all it is is it's one read through, isn't it? Any changes and then that's that's it done. But I do think most people are often feel really proud to be included in people's books uh, and to be asked to contribute their kind of stories to things because stories are so powerful. And I think that, you know, the story themselves for a lot of the case studies does a lot of the legwork for you as a writer because it really brings people into what you're trying to say. But also they're really inspiring, aren't they, when you are at the beginning stages of anything and you end up reading something of somebody who's a few steps ahead of you or even, you know, miles ahead of you. That inspiration is so what is needed in books that are kind of business books, nonfiction. Otherwise, they can feel a bit dry. Definitely. And also, I feel like I really wanted to include some books and some voices in the book that weren't just mine. Like, I didn't want this to be a book that's all about me because it's not. So that was something I felt really strongly about as well. That I wanted to talk about other people's experiences because, yes, as I said at the beginning, I did have a products business. I have launched my own range of products, but my experience will be different to other people's. And I wanted to include as wide a range as possible because I'm I never in the book say and this is how things must be done yeah I, the book does give you sort of some ideas and structure but equally every product and every person is different and it's so I didn't ever want it to be like if you don't do it this way you're doing it wrong I didn't want it to be super prescriptive and I feel like hearing from other people really really helps because there might be someone in there that someone particularly resonates with yeah Absolutely, absolutely. And then just before we sort of move on to your writing process, I'd love to know how do you how have you fitted the book into your business model? Because lots of people who are listening who are maybe in the early stages of writing or who are people who um, maybe aren't quite sure whether it's the right step for them. How does the how does the book fit into your business model uh, in a way that's hopefully going to enhance you know other parts of the business? I will be really honest, Steph. I, if I'm very, very honest, when I wrote the book, I didn't give that loads of thought. I think the book was partly, of, of course, it is a business thing because it takes time and effort and money to write and publish a book. Um, but it was also like a, a passion thing as well. It was like, this was the book that I 
would have wanted and I genuinely feel it's like for anyone who's got a product idea it's super useful so part of me just wanted it to be out in the world because I genuinely believe it's such a helpful book um, and all the feedback I've had so far says the same um, but when I start thinking a bit more strategically about how it fits I think it's just a nice um, it's kind of a it's a nice entry point for someone who maybe listens to the podcast reads the blog or what I'd say the podcast is probably how more people find me because I do keep my blog updated but actually it's very similar content to what's on the podcast now because podcast is the main thing that I do so I think for anyone who's listening to the podcast and needs a bit more I think that's a really nice starting point because I do offer programs where I will work with people on their product ideas and I offer coaching and things like that but I understand that that's not what everyone wants needs or maybe let's be honest maybe not everyone kind of can afford that or so I feel like I wanted to do something that's more than listening to a podcast every week where of course I hope people get something useful out of it um but as we said before you know not everyone has the time or the inclination to go through your entire catalogue and figure out the thing that they need and listen to it and then go and implement it so I think the book is just a really simple way for anyone who wants help with creating a product but isn't quite ready for any reason to work with me but needs a little bit more than the free content I offer if that makes sense no it really does and I say that to people that a book is such a good way to get people to dip their toe into working with you it is an investment working with people one-to-one or even in a group um, situation and not everybody can afford that and I think the book is such a, a good way to help people for sure help them in a way that like you said is more structured than maybe them having to work their way through your back catalogue of you know information that you've done but also it's an investment that you know is you know a couple of cups of coffee or whatever and it feels like that's much more manageable and if they then want to make it more bespoke by working one-to-one then they can do but the book's a great entry point so that's that's really good and interestingly you know it is something that is a passion project I would say for most people that I work with is that yes okay they want the book out there for strategic purposes but maybe to elevate their businesses or elevate their profiles but underneath all of that it tends to be that the book is something that they they've been wanting to write for ages has been sort of calling to them in a way to be written all my books are like that all my books call for me to write them at some point and I've had books that are still calling at me and I'm trying to ignore them while I (laughs) while I work on my novel but um, it's just the case that it is often a passion thing fundamentally and then everything else comes on top of that and you know is is great but you have to want to write it in a really intense way otherwise it's not something that people tend to enjoy the process so yeah but speaking of the process um I I was so lucky to to get to kind of be part of your process uh, and help you with the structure of your book before you wrote it um I'd love to know sort of once you left the, the the book clinic which is what we did where we put the outline together and you then went off to write you were probably the, the one of if not the the fastest writer I have come across in a, in a client before um what how did you motivate yourself what inspired you to write so quickly and to get the words down and get it out there I think that the process of writing the book has has kind of been really good for realising that if I set myself a goal and I actually commit to it, I can do it. I think it's 
given me the confidence to know that if I want to do something hard and scary with lots of pieces, um, I definitely can do it. Um, and I think that I would tackle anything else I was going to do. If I had a big goal, I feel like I would tackle it in exactly the same way as I did writing the book. So small steps every day. And to be fair, when I think back, when I was like launching my product business, that is actually exactly how I did it then. And it isn't until I've started thinking about it, I've kind of put those two together. And I think, so I guess what I've learned about myself, so I have learned something, is that for me, doing something consistently is the way to get it done. Um, And that if I were to kind of stop taking action or, second guess what I was doing like coming back to the editing thing I honestly think if I was trying to write and edit the book at the same time it would not be published now because I think you can always see ways you can improve you can always find something to do other than the thing you should be doing like i.e writing in this case um because I think that I am the sort of procrastinator who procrastinates by doing something else rather than procrastinates by doing nothing if that makes sense I can always find something to do rather than the thing I need to do so the way I wrote the book would actually be a a really good method for doing anything big and consistency for me really works yeah no that's great no that's really good and I've never thought about moving that to other things but I think maybe subconsciously I do I don't know but it's definitely the approach I take with my own books because you know it, it for me it's work you know writing is work it's it's not something that is often that pleasurable an experience in terms of you know just oh I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna love every second of this because I know I won't I know that it's hard work and that there'll be parts of me that are just like oh don't do it today it's too hard and like you say if, if I know that I'm just gonna sit down for half an hour or I'm even gonna sit down for 10 minutes um I'm just showing to myself actually you know you can you can do this um and it's going to look different maybe each day but turning up's the key and I suppose the last question then is around for people listening who are aspiring or in the middle of writing what's your piece of advice to them is it around the consistency thing or have you got sort of something else that you feel would be useful for them to know I guess my key piece of advice would be to figure out what works for you and stick to it so I don't know there's maybe someone out there who can say I'm going to write every Sunday from eight till four every week and I'm going to leave my book for the other six days and that works for them and then there might be people like you and I who need to be like no we need to do this every single day I think it's about figuring out what works for you um and doing it sort of knowing that you know knowing what the end goal is you know you want to have this book finished at some point I think figuring out what works for you but also what time you've got so I think it was really good that you set me that goal for having well I think we set the goal together but to tell me to have a goal for getting the first draft written because then you can realistically go okay if I want the first draft in four months um, and I'm only prepared to spend x amount of time or already got x amount of time how do I best use that I think it's really helpful so I think consistency is key but working out what works for you because there's no point telling yourself oh I'm going to write every morning at five o'clock if you're not a morning person and actually you'd be better doing it at 10 p.m or whatever the you know whatever the thing is I think yeah that would be my best advice is just do what suits you because the main thing is it has to get well it doesn't have to but if you want a finished book it has to get done so 
No, that's really sound advice. Thank you. And before we go, where can people find you if they want to know more about you or your book? So you can find me on vickyweinberg.com. And my book is called Bring Your Product Idea to Life. You can find that on Amazon. You can find my podcast there as well. But if you Google Vicky Weinberg, everything should come up. Brilliant. Thank you for your time today, Vicky. I really, really enjoyed speaking to you. And I think you've given some really sound advice through your experience to everyone. So I'm sure that's going to inspire lots of people. So thank you. Well, thank you so much, Steph. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Vicky and feel inspired by her journey. All links to find out more about her and by her fantastic book are in the show notes. If you know another writer who'd enjoy these episodes, do share it with them. You can also give me a shout out on social media using the hashtag creatinghappywriters. If you'd like to connect, you can find me at stephcaswell.com and on Instagram at creatinghappywriters. And don't forget, you can buy a copy of my book, Dare to Write, which takes you from initial idea to publication. It's available now on Amazon. Until next time, my lovely writing friend, happy writing. <laughs>